Shepherds of Men is a secular movement started by three men of faith. We wholeheartedly believe that when we get the men right, we get the world right. We believe this because we believe that men are created and called to be leaders, and we believe there is an alarming deficit of leadership in our world today. And although the three of us have come from drastically different backgrounds, our core principles have given us a unified voice that is needed now more than ever to pave the way for a fundamental change in our culture. We are quite literally calling men to something great. Welcome to the movement. Yo, what is going on? Did that just bring the microphone? Yes, you did. That, that too loud. Let's start. Was no. that too aggressive? Was that a little extra? I know. Somebody comes off that, that, the intro and be like, yo! yo somebody's <laughs> eating their... Wake the hell up. Somebody's I'm eating their up. sausage McMuffin and their coffee right now. Like, oh, there's your, shit. shit. There's your number one problem. Oh, shit. Put the damn sausage McMuffin down. Somebody's had a wreck. Get your ass some granola or something. Rank Studios about to get sued. You were wet now. Uh, you the, no, the noises and volume are not the and then, uh, and then he's necessarily already, the noises his volume of rank studios he's he's already got his uh his his defense over there he just read it to us earlier oh, you can't know. attack yeah. me this is this is me <laughs> so welcome everybody to the movement it's great to be back if you're not awake yet oh we're still going yeah we're yeah, still going let's we're go might as well let's, let's go, go. Let's just, i mean oak and chop it up if he wants to but like i just what, figure this is fun like what uh josh said or jp said at the last episode fuck it let's go yeah, yeah exactly it, yeah. i mean that's and i Two think that's the next episode bucket, actually the next episode <laughs> what what is it uh yeah that was it Right? No, 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 no. It's close. Well, you we'll talk about giving it away. Keep, watch, keep watching. You're giving it away. Wait till next week. Wait till next week. Hey, uh, shout out to Rank Studios and O for the amazing studio setup. Now you guys saw it on the last episode. This is badass. If you can't get fired up about a damn helmet and an axe in the table, like actually in the, in table, the table, something's wrong with you, man. You, you're on you're on the wrong path. You're on the wrong path. I think we should probably get that SOM permanently ingrained in there, just so anybody else that sits here understands. You know, it is forefathers. What it is. Your forefathers. It <laughs> is what it is. So I'm Cam. I'm here with my boys Wilson and What's JP. Up? Hey, hey. Um, we had an amazing uh, previous episode that was very impactful for us, and I know it was for you. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out. We are literally in the midst of uh, just a really dynamic time in the uh, life of Shepherds of Men and the movement and Men Reforged and all the other things that we're doing. Uh, it's just pretty awesome. What are you, oh, you're ripping low. We ain't trying to rep nobody that ain't paying us. Nobody paying me for this bottle of water. I'm about to drink it for free. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, compliments of Rank Studio. Compliments of the Rio Grande. Yeah, exactly. So um, check us out. Uh, lots of great stuff happening. You, you can find us on social media platforms, all those great things. So tell your friends. That's one thing I would like to say we haven't been saying enough. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great text messages and direct messages and those kinds of things, and we appreciate it big time. And we pray that if this is adding that much value to you and this is helping you that much, that you're telling other people about it, like for your own good and for the good of those that you care about. Tell them, dudes and ladies alike, especially dudes, tell them about what this is doing for you. Tell them about the resources that are out there. Tell them about the 80-something episodes of this podcast that's that's live and available on YouTube where you can subscribe and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those places, go subscribe to it. Go uh, follow us on social media. Go tell your friends. All those things help us continue to grow this platform that is helping you that will then help others. Okay? Just, like, be a part of it. Don't just don't just uh, view the movement. Be a part of the movement. We say it all the time. And we were talking about that last episode, I think. Like, actually... Um, you have to change to be the change. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so be the change. Uh, so be the change that you want to see in the world, Gandhi. You know cool. Whenever we were when we were in Texas and we were building out the the Men Reforged uh, platform and um, you know the the website and everything that that's 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 coming. Um, I remember you know Brad he owns the company that we were working with and stuff. He was like, "So do you guys have some testimonials that you guys want to put on here?" Mm-hmm. And we started going through some of the responses that people have sent to us about, you know, just listening and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, like that's, that's freaking cool. Uh, Cause that's the whole reason that we mm-hmm. do what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. If, if we can impact other men to make decisions that they may not have made originally by themselves to where they become self-sustaining, self-thinking producers in society that are happy and fulfilled in what they're doing 
Man, dude, there ain't nothing better than that. I don't care if I don't make another dime for the rest of my life. If I can make an impact like that, yep. I, that's that's worth it to me. Oh, uh, dude, it's it is. It's and, exciting because, to see them all uh, and like review yeah. them, you know, and then seeing them on the new site that's coming out, it's pretty pimping. Yeah. Well, like and it. and then to think that as we talk about all the time, like how, um, what an integral part of the family unit that the man is, like how important that role is. So so to understand that that person is being impacted, but because that person is being impacted and they're uh, making new habits in their life and making new decisions and creating new habits and, and becoming something better than they were, that is directly impacting their wife and their kids and their community, you know, and the ripple effect from it is, is unbelievable. And then it becomes pretty humbling to think that w- we were called to this. Yep. Right. Yeah. And that's not an arrogant thing at all. We were called to this. It's, it'd be irresponsible for us to not participate. Well, I'm Absolutely. really excited about being that voice that doesn't tiptoe around that shit. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. for some odd reason in today's society, you tiptoe around like the, 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 the man is the head of the family. Oh, yeah. well, you can't say that. No, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. A man that is centered, a man that is centered in, in, in core principles and a man that is a, a driver of his family and a leader of his family is exactly where he was designed to be. Mm-hmm. And I do well, you not. Might, you might offend the woman. You wouldn't offend my woman. No, no. I, I'm gonna She's offended right by the most opposite. Most women want that. <laughs> one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that I saw that's been kind of a trend that's here recently that, that was really, really kind of cool to see was, uh, and it was a TikTok thing that I saw that it was like, um, you know, um, as an independent woman, you don't need no man and stuff like that. Uh, and, and the girl that was sitting on there looked at it for a minute and then she went, no, you got it wrong. You may not need a man, but my man always comes through. Yeah, mm. and that's that's the biggest difference. You know, it's go ahead, finish your thought. Well, no, I was, I was just gonna say that's the biggest difference. We talked about this in a, in a lot of cases. Feminism and all this this bullshit about how masculinity is a bad thing and stuff like that wasn't necessarily created by women. It was yeah. created yeah. by men that were not sufficient, right? right. Men exactly that were right. not fulfilling their duties as a man. Assholes. And then we and then as we were talking about offline, as we just became okay with like this, just like pandered all this bullshit you know mm-hmm. to yeah. to make everybody feel good right you know right. like let's That's just be okay just... with mediocrity and weak need limp-wristed pussified feministic assholes it just oh it's so disgusting to me it is. and i know that's offensive to people and i'm so glad because it's so, so freaking that was, disgusting that was, that was because so america insensitive. is like we are literally being la- mexico was making fun of america fucking mexico <laughs> 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 like listen if you're i'm not Putting it down, but let's just call it what it is. When it comes to world powers, yeah, you know, Mexico should not be making fun of America. Um, but uh, I guess it was the U.S. men's national team, soccer team. Like Mexican fans were like screaming gay slurs at them, you know. Like, and honestly, that's what you get, I, 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 dude. Yeah. That's you, what you ask. That's for. what you ask for. That is what exactly you what you ask for. You know, and I love my country. I, I still believe this is the greatest country in the world. Amen. But this is what, what society as a whole in then, the United States has asked for. Let me rephrase that. The people that are offended by that, that is what you ask for. Yep. That's what you created. Yep. That's, yep. that's the fact of the matter. It's like being, like we talk about men all the time, like being a deadbeat man in your house that is lazy or whatever it may be, and somebody making comments to you and you getting offended. You earned it. Yep. Yep. That's why you're yep. offended, because yep. you earned it. That's exactly right. But anyway, sorry. So well, no, on. no, it's, this is great. I mean, you know what's funny though is you were talking about the TikTok when the girl saying something, whatever she said, and and I was just thinking how contradictory this this episode we're going to talk about like what voice are you listening to? You know mm-hmm. what voices are you listening to? Uh, it is a choice. It really is, and sometimes that choice is hard, especially in today's society. If you want to have a backbone and you want uh, to be a, a what we believe is a real man, have true masculinity, it, it's crazy that like actually being what you're supposed to be is hard to do right now as a man like it's literally the most attacked thing one of the most attacked things it's like it's way easier to be a transgendered um they them uh homosexual i don't even know like there's all these things that people create like just yep. pull, pull up a list of whatever it's easier to be all those things than it is to just be yourself we live in the land of the offended if you're not yeah. offended you must be the offender you, exactly right. right or the breeder, <laughs> the breeder. i like that yeah. i like that no no no. We, we we no longer identify <laughs> that we identify by we are the breeders <laughs> we actually populate the planet yep um, and we stole that thanks, from uh, the rank studios yes exactly <sighs> he's actually uh, getting a plaque made that said i am a breeder i'm a breeder <laughs> <laughs> we ain't talking puppies shirt. over here no but what i was thinking about is how like uh and I've talked about this for years, even before this became like a thing. 
um, where as crazy as it is in the last couple of years. But um, what's the damn? I can't stand her so much. Can't stand her. What's her name? Uh, Beyonce. Oh yeah, yeah. So what was great. the band? Not the band, but the little music group. Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Okay. Literally, this and this is this is just a microcosm. Literally, literally. L- literally. <laughs> listen. I need, listen. I need you to listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. This is a microcosm of, of our world right now, and this is fifteen years ago, maybe. Uh, whenever their uh, independent woman. Oh yeah. Like, like that was their first album, yep. big album, whatever. Same same album. Independent independent woman. It's like independent da, da, da. like the whole song yeah. is about being an independent woman right. on the same album can you pay my bills i don't want yeah. a man that can't pay my bills yeah as as i would say the fuck what, yeah. like, which uh, one is it <laughs> right i mean seriously like it's and they i know that's use. a silly know. example but it's it's accurate yeah. you know it's literally like which uh, and and this is and that now a decade and a half down the line or how long it's been she is like People, she has a voice, like, right. and I don't mean just like she can sing. She can. She right. she is very talented, but she has a platform, and people yep. listen to her. Yep. And and she is she's been contradictory since day one. Right. You know. And and that's as we were having. I was gonna do this episode a little little differently than this, a little more specific. I think towards men um, understanding how they identify themselves, and I don't mean by their pronoun. I mean by their life. Like, are you identified by your career or by who you are as a husband and a father and a leader in your community um but i think that goes to what voices you listen to because the the offline conversation we were having was about those kinds of things um and so it just it it made me want to change kind of the direction of this as a whole but sure. it it's just you know it has to be intentional number one we were having conversations about family members uh, myself included that like you just wonder like how their brain works the way it works like or doesn't work the way it doesn't work. Um, and, and it's amazing because they're good people. They got a good heart. Um, there's nothing, you know, I, and you just go, I don't, I just think of Scooby-Doo. Huh? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, how does this, <laughs> how does this happen? <laughs> right. You know, how does this happen? You know, and it's, it's just wild, but it all goes back to what are you putting in or what are you allowing to soak into your life? Mm-hmm. You and know, that's a choice. And you know, last episode we talked about little daily things. But yeah. even the, the if you're unintentional, then it's the weeds come up. You know, dude, it's in the music you listen to. It's in the the videos, the movies, the TikToks, the yep. uh, social media. Like social media now is programmed to like every time you click on something, it's gonna say, "Oh, you like that, so we're gonna give you some mm-hmm. more." Well, if you get ingrained in those bad habits of listening to the bad voices. Now you're going to have a whole platform that's all yeah. about giving you Just negative, 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 Programming negative. and reinforcing. Yeah. Well, what, and it's I mean, your subconscious mind, man. It, yeah. And, and what do you tolerate? It all in. I mean, yeah. what, what do yeah. you tolerate with that? Like, that's, that's, where, that's where things have really started to, you know, aggravate me a little bit with the way that society has gone. Is we have, we have beat up the people that have good principles and morals about them. And you can sit here and try to turn that however you want to turn that. Oh, well. You know, you're you're a, a a middle-aged white guy and 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 your principles are are yours and stuff. You know, and and the fact of the matter is like let's let's be honest. A lot of this silly bullshit that's going on is only going on because it's been tolerated by the people who actually are the producers in this country. Yeah. The people who are actually doing things that are making impacts. People that actually live in their families and make impacts and lead their families and stuff like that and not all this other just just garbage that's out there man and that's the thing and it's it's like having a child right like you allow that child to do a certain amount of stuff and the more you tolerate the more they become in a certain way mm-hmm. the less you tolerate the more mm-hmm. they become a certain way yep. your your tolerance level has a lot to do with it and 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 i personally it, th- this is a call to all men out there it's time to stop tolerating the bullshit yep. it's time to, to to stop tolerating the bullshit when it comes to society about what our kids are being exposed to and stuff like that. Like, I'm sorry, but I have, I, I don't have a problem with an individual making a choice for themselves on what they want to do with their life. If you want to do something that is just like you, then whatever, man, just do you. I don't think people need to be persecuted. If you want to believe in Islam, you want to believe in Christianity, you want to be gay, you want to be straight, whatever it is, shouldn't be persecuted for that. But there's also got to be a line that you draw at some point to say, hey, 
okay, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But we were designed um, biologically for a man and a woman to procreate to continue on with populating the earth. If you decide that is not the direction you want to go, then you go that direction. That's fine. But because you don't go that direction that, that where things were designed to be, doesn't mean the rest of society should conform to you being an out, 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 yeah. outlier there. You as, should be just my... as cool with us not being cool with that as exactly. we are cool with you being cool with it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, I agree. It's totally clear as mud. That's like, like <laughs> somebody <laughs> coming out, and, and this is what's funny, is this would be ridiculous, and I'm not necessarily trying to compare the two, but that'd be like somebody coming out saying, hey, you know what? I think 18 is too old. Yeah. We should allow you know, some, some, uh, you know, adult males to, to fornicate with younger women or, or adult women to fornicate with younger men. I mean, that's because we don't, we don't like that. Like, so now yeah. we're going to drop that age down a little bit. Like they're, we should, we should do that. that. Like, where does the fucking line drop? Dude, they're already, like, right. you, hey, they're already doing that. They're already trying that. Well, but, they're like, they're trying to say the age of consent's 12. So, so, and that's, and that's, that's my, ridiculous. That, that's, that's, that's evil where, is what that that's is. Evil. That's yeah. pure evil. Well, and that's it, where it, I start it, to mm. get into like the the mindset of like at some point you have to stop tolerating shit when when men so, and here's Jordan Peterson did an awesome awesome layout on this and I'm not even going to attempt to try to touch what he did but he made the comment that like shit doesn't go bad because men are bad shit goes bad because men don't do shit yeah when men step aside which they have done in society today mm-hmm. when men step aside and start to tolerate anything that goes on the, the, the mm-hmm. chicken coop goes crazy. Yep, and, and that's in any society. That's that's in nature. Yep. You look at a group of of wolves. If there's no alpha, they all are very sporadic and do whatever they want to do. Leadership will carry a group. Leadership will determine the trajectory of any group. If you see a group that's just chaotic and stuff, you can almost guarantee there's no leader there. Well, look at a, look at a, a corporate situation. If you don't right. have leadership in a corporation, it fails. Yep. Inevitable. I don't care how powerful they were. I don't care how on top of the world they are at one point. If you lack leadership, it will not last, it, and it will die and go bankrupt. It's that is again a microcosm. And no, yes, that could be female leadership within that corporation. But 100%. we believe that men are called to be leaders. Right. So in society as a whole, in in humanity, the the men are designed to be leaders. That doesn't mean women can't also be leaders in their roles. Don't you yeah. know, we, again, we don't really need to apologize for that stuff all the time. We're not apologizing for it. No, we're just, we're calling men to action. We're calling men to, to be what they're called to be. And you are called to be a leader. I don't care if you feel like that or not, you're called to be a leader. And if you don't choose to become the leader, you're supposed to be society hurts for it. Society is damaged for it. And, and good leaders do not tolerate bullshit. Yeah. Like any, any good leadership that you'll ever see does not tolerate bullshit, but they're respected within their, their group because as a good leader, they understand that their people need to be taken care of, but they also create boundaries within, mm-hmm. Hey, look, we're, we're not going to be an asshole. It's just like, it's just like raising kids, man. I'm telling you. Like, there's a certain level of my kids, I want to discover themselves. I want my kids to have the ability to go out and learn things and stuff like that. But there is also a certain level of guardrails that I put up as a father that we will not act out in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You explore, you, you learn yourself, like, whatever you need to do. And I want, I want to give you enough rope to hang yourself. But the first time you yell at your fucking mom... It's on, dude. Yep. There's there are there are uh, guardrails yeah. involved in well, this. Well, and that sounds that sounds silly, like the yelling, oh well, maybe they're having a bad day. The, the no. thing is there's somebody out there going, It's okay to yell at your mom if you were feeling bad. No, it's not fucking okay. No. Now, I don't know why we're talking so much about TikTok, but I guess we've seen some good ones recently. <laughs> but yeah. the, I, I do not like the prank stuff. I really don't. Yeah. I, I think like I see these couples pranking each other on TikTok and I'm like there's just something, something's wrong there. So like, there's a disrespect. There's a, a lack of, uh, I don't know what it is. There's something ain't right. You know, like it's one thing if it's a little cute little thing or whatever, but like there's some of them that's just like, it's too far. There's and a difference it, is, is between de- having fun and, yeah. and, and being, just straight up de-edifying. But, yeah, like, that's, yeah, there yeah, it is. That, that's yeah. De-edification. It, but, yeah. You know, and, and kudos. And the reason I think about this, is cause this man, like his wife was pranking him. And she was acting like she was on the phone with his mom. And she and the thing says, you know, 
me calling his mom a bitch, watch his reaction. He thinks mm. I'm on the phone with his mom. So she's like, okay, we're going to meet you for lunch. She's like, no, no, what do you mean? I said two o'clock. You know what? This is why I'm sick because you act like a bitch. And dude, he lost his mind. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's my mom you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he snatched the phone and he let her have it. He was like, I don't give a fuck. That is my mother. Yeah. And he right. was, I mean, he was very eloquent in his, in his conversation, yeah. and, but he was very clear. Then there was a boundary and she was laughing because she knew she was kidding, but that dude was not laughing. No. Yeah. He was like, that is, yeah. you know, he, of course he thought it was real. And even after the fact, I, I felt like he was kind of like, ah, that's not something we don't, we don't we do don't that. You know, and, and we you joke know. about pie. Yeah, yeah, we joke. We don't joke about my mama. We don't joke about my mama. We talk about a lot of stuff. Not my mama. But but listen, the truth is, like, I, I respect the heck out of that dude because mm-hmm. there are things like, listen, you know, me and my mother are very different, and we disagree on a lot. And and to be honest with you, the last year and a half has been pretty challenging for our relationship because we used to be really tight, and we're not as tight as we used to be, and it's kind of sad. Um, we'll get back to that, but this is just a, a a thing, you know. But when it comes down to it, biblically, as a Christian. I'm called to, to, to respect my parents and love my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I have to check myself on that with my wife because I, her dad was kind of a deadbeat dad when she, he wasn't around when she was young and, and growing up. And now he's around more and, and I see her seeking his time or his uh, attention. And I, I'm like, why? Because I didn't ever do anything for you. And I have to remind myself, she's supposed to, she's supposed to look out for her dad. She's supposed to respect her dad because it's her father. Now, yeah. now, he can lose that respect by choices he makes, but ultimately, you know, they're, they're, that's one of those boundaries. That's one of those things where, like, the default should be, and I've seen you do this with your dad, the default should be I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to show respect for my parent. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and there should, like, dude, we, I, my boys, if they ever get a little, even the little one, and people are so easy to let the little ones off. No. Because they're, so, they're, they're little. They know, talk, the they know what the hell they're, they're doing. doing. And those know. first four or five years, we were talking about Jordan Peterson earlier, yeah. those first four or five years are the most important. Uh-huh. Clinical psychologists will tell you that. The first yep. four or five years, the most important. I will speak up to, if Cash or Owen or, or especially Caden at his age ever get a little time, I will flat out, I'll be in the other end of the house. And if I hear it, I'm like, boy, yeah. you better watch your tone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I, I went in there on one of them one night. I mean, I was hot because yeah. they, I won't even tell you which one it was, but they kind of raised their voice. To a level, and I came from the other side of the house mm-hmm. and busted in the door. I said, if I ever hear you talking to your mother like that again, it'd be the last mm-hmm. damn time you mm-hmm. ever do it. Yeah. And there was a very clear boundary there. Right. Right? I mean, it was understood. You can see it in the eyes. <laughs> like, yeah. It was understood. Yeah. That is, I have never seen him do that before. I've never seen yeah. him move that fast. Yeah. You know? But I guarantee you, and that's, I'm telling that story because as an example, I guarantee you there's a dude out there, because I see it. I see it on social media. I see it in, on TV and movies. There's a dude out there that is letting their kid talk to his wife like that mm. in a certain way, and they just that they they don't want to be inconvenienced by correcting them, you know, or they don't want to have the confrontation or whatever. No, and and they're not setting that boundary for that young man or that young woman to understand that you respect your mother. That's where they're missing it, man. And dude, and and as a man, you're failing. Yep, you are failing if you let your kids talk to your wife a certain or talk to you a certain well, way. That's oh. why your wife doesn't have any respect for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 tra- yeah that's the yeah. other side of it. She yeah. sees it. Yeah, she sees you not well, doing or it. Or the kid sees how you act to your wife too. Because well, I mean, hey, sure. sometimes you can be that way, that, that way too. But I, I mean, my son, like he he'll get influenced by who he's around, and then I I correct him, and I correct it in front of his the parents like of the kid that's influencing my kid. So hey, just because they act that way doesn't mean that you act that way. You right. know who you are. Who are you? I'm a Wilson. Who are you? Yeah, who? that's who? not how we who? act. Oh, I had to get on to him just today. Because of the tone. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I know he was trying to be louder, but he had a tone to go with the loud. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And and if you go back to, you know, what voices are you listening to? Like, obviously, as a kid, you're kind of forced to a degree to listen to your parents because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you live in their home and they provide for you and, and those kinds of, hopefully they do. Um, as you as you mature into adulthood, uh, then you have a responsibility of choosing who you're going to listen to even more. Like, when you're out on your own, it's like you don't have a parent there that's directing you anymore, but you still are deciding. So at that point, it comes. Now, listen, it, again, don't misunderstand this message. If your dad or mother, for that matter, um, is a loser and they do not have your best interest at heart and they really um, could harm you by their input, then you need to know that and don't listen to them. Separate. Right? You need to decide that's OK. This is not. 
yes, you should still respect them, but you can respect them from a distance, Yep. you know, um, and figure out how to put yourself in a better situation, you know, especially as you get into the teenage years and older. So don't, don't think that, you know, just because he's your dad, if he's an alcoholic, abusive asshole, no, you don't, <laughs> you need to get away from that. But as you get older, it's the same mentality of who do I want speaking into me? Do I want somebody that's, you know, this guy that O was joking about? Who just can't? I mean, nowadays I can't even keep up with all the phobic stuff. I can't even keep up. I don't even know what I. I, I know for a fact I offend just about everybody, and there's got to be some kind of adjective for for everything I do because because I'm so like more old school. Like yeah. I'm just like when we had less words that we made up to <laughs> describe people. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, you Let's know. Be honest though. I mean, you're you're not. <laughs> if you have boundaries, you you are offensive. Right, because yeah, somebody's yeah. gonna get their pussy hurt. Yeah. I mean, somebody's gonna get their feelings hurt. <laughs> oh, daddy, if, my pussy! Hurt. Oh, daddy, my pussy! Hurt. That's another TikTok reference. <laughs> if you haven't seen that one, gosh, uh, don't, don't spend all day on TikTok. It's such <laughs> yeah, but so mind-numbing nonsense. And, and and that's the thing, you know, and that's what people talk about. You know, you're taking away the, the freedom of other people and stuff like that. No, the, the the fact of the matter is, you still are a free individual to do what you feel like you need to do or what you want to do in life. The difference is boundaries create consequences that are associated with the choices you make. You still have the freedom to make a choice however you want to. Any man that wants to can come up and kiss my wife, and they can freely accept a fist to their fucking face. Like, right. that, that's, that's the fact of the matter. I'm not taking away your... There's a boundary there, though. And that's where the consequences <laughs> yeah. step in. Oh. Within the boundaries, my kids act and do freely what they feel like they need to do to learn and explore and do things like that. When they step outside the boundaries, consequences ensue. Men were created to create boundaries. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that women can't, but men, I believe that is one of their biggest, their, their, their biggest, and I, I honestly just, just me, but I think that's one of the reasons that God created the deeper voice, the more masculine approach, the stronger stern. Mm-hmm. You, you look at the, and tell me there's not a difference between the way that a child looks at their father in the way that a child looks at their mother. Yep. And it's different. And it's not any disrespectful in either way or one's better than the other. They're, they're both needed. It's, it's, it's almost like it was created that way, like they were supposed to be together. But the fact <laughs> oh, yeah, of the matter is... yeah, third base for home run. Yeah. <laughs> home run, home run. Home run, home run. But the fact of the matter is, that was, that was the, the man's place. And I'm not saying to be the disciplinary, because I think a, a woman can be the disciplinary oh. as well, but a man... Was 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 made to create boundaries within the family, and that's something that obviously he discusses with his wife and and yeah. things of that nature for the household. Because I don't just come in and say this is the way shit's going to be and not talk to my wife. Because and that's what people miss. Because when you say that, so many people hear that yeah. second part. Yeah. Right. It sounds it sounds like I'm a pig. And, and you, know like, I you know why they hear that? You know why they hear that? Because that's the way they've been programmed. But right. the difference is, I I I am I am with a very strong woman. And the woman yeah. that I'm with would never be with a weak ass dude. Yeah. Right. She she would prefer to, and that's not an edification to me. That's just stating the facts. Like I can be a man because my 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 wife is a strong woman. The mm. problem is a lot of men are with strong women and they can't be a man. So she steps up and does what she needs to do and then all of a sudden now this guy's standing on the sidelines and no longer can hold a boundary. Like because now your kids don't or respect you anymore. or your wife doesn't respect you anymore. And stuff. But that's that's where that's that that's one of the things that just kills me because like you you have to draw a line somewhere. If if I wanted to go cheat on a test to get better grades, I can do that. I, I can obviously go cheat on a test and, and and do better. Does it make it right because I can do it? No, it doesn't. That's like a lot of this silly shit that goes on. Does it make it right because you decide that this is something that you want to do? No, not necessarily. I mean, there's a certain moral compass that you got to live by. Well, and that's what we've erased, or uh, uh, they've tried to erase. That's what you vilified. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Who are you to tell somebody they can't cheat? No, no. That's a good, this is a, the best one. Uh, he did not deserve to be arrested, nor did he deserve to be shot. He was stealing stuff because he needed it. Yeah. You should just let <laughs> him have it. <laughs> oh. Can you run that by me? He yeah. needed he it? He needed it, yeah. Oh, so, okay. yeah, they have these things called jobs. Yeah. You can get one of those too, and apparently a lot of people could use some employees right now. Because... But that's what I'm talking about with boundaries. Dude, yeah, that's see, another good example I of see, where people are yeah. just inching the boundaries. And the yeah. fact of the matter is, there are a lot of, and we're just speaking to men in general because that's kind of what this is. Our one, yeah. But that's that's the fact of the matter. You allow that boundary to be pushed. Same thing with your kids. You allow the boundary to be pushed, and before you know it, 
you've got some kind of chaotic, weird bullshit going on where somebody can step into your house and steal your shit, and you can't do anything about it because they needed that Xbox. Yeah. It was more important for them to have that Xbox than it was for you to have that Xbox. So the person who said that, so if that the, the, the tables were reversed and they stole whatever value you might have, uh, in your mindset, I doubt you have anything. But um, if they did that to you, is that right? I bet I, I guarantee you that person, that same person that made that oh, accusation, yeah, no, it was no. it was done to them. No, that goes back They'd to the independent woman that needs her bills paid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, you know, it's done. It's just whatever it's contradiction. Fits. It's, it's, and, and that's and that's another side of it, right? So the contradiction. Well, I, the, 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 it, it's 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 mind blowing, right? What I don't understand is how someone. Like you're in a leadership role and they expect you to be perfect. Dude, we're all humans. When was the last person that was perfect on this planet that you guys remember? Nobody. But there was one and he gave us a great example to live by. And you should. But at the same time, it's like, why the hell are you going to go and, and judge someone who you're not even, even as equal or even better than the person you're judging? You have more shit in your closet than they do. And you're judging that individual for something by just being normal. What is it? That let he who does not sin cast the first stone. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. And, I, and I've had these in-depth conversations with these left-wingers who think that they... Oh, my God. That, did you just name drop? Hell, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking pussies. Hell but anyway, yeah. uh, um, they, they go and say all this I need to put some bullshit. boundaries on your language. Yeah. I don't care. Um, get offended. It's okay. Nothing happens. Yeah, nothing happens. <laughs> You're offended. Whoop dee. Well, You're going to go to sleep and forget happens. about this. Less good happens. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, it, it just, you see this and you go, okay, so you say you could do better? You can actually say, tell me that you're better than that person? What well, the fuck? No, no, there's never that. It's never taking action on it. It's just bitching about it. And I honestly, I don't want us to sound like we're just bitching. Um, you know, maybe we are a little bit because we get frustrated with these things, but. Yeah. You know, ultimately, it's our role to to be an example, um, and to teach our next generation the best that we know how to have those boundaries mm -hmm. and yeah. to listen to the right voices. As we started with, you know, like how how do you how do you okay? So as a father, as a husband, we can create a boundary in our household, but if you're really looking out for the long term success of your children, how do you ensure that they create those boundaries for themselves? later in life that's where you come into teaching a mentality and and who should you be listening to um what should you be listening to and by that i mean like i believe at least for a while that there is something inside you a conscience maybe spirit whatever that knows right and wrong that knows that's kind of fucked up like how could you be a girl if you're a boy how yeah. could you be a boy if you're a girl like, it doesn't even make sense. But, uh, but I think what happens is you keep listening to the voice that tells you, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Mm. It's fine. No, it's okay. You know, and, or, and, or, or you can be a, you know, a parakeet, whatever you want to be. You can be whatever, you know. Um, or you vilify it enough to or, where those people won't speak up because they're scared. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, but I think, I think at least at the beginning, there's, a, um, there, there's something there that knows in your spirit you know that this is wrong or this is not right or the voice that's speaking to me loudest is off track, but you choose not to do anything about it and then it wears down. It wears you down or you continue to get another voice that's very similar to that and you just bring... And at some point, the noise from all this bullshit has completely drowned out reality. Mm -hmm. It's completely drowned out truth. Mm -hmm. oh, you know? it and it goes back to what we talked about in the previous episode where we said... There's always a war going on, always. and you think you're not in a war, and you you're not losing. When really, in reality, when the truth is drowned out, you're right where the enemy wanted you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's it, you know. Um, so I, so going back to what I was starting this piece on is, I want to make sure that with my kids, I'm not only a positive voice for their life now, when I have a lot of influence in their life, and I set boundaries for them now because I can, I want to help them recognize what uh, a good voice is and what a bad voice is. Mm -hmm. You know, I want them to be able to um, uh, discern for themselves what is positive, re not reinforcement, positive input, negative input, 
You know, I want them to be able to watch something or listen to something and go, hmm, something ain't right about that. Right. You know, and I think that comes down to being very intentional, being very present. You know, I told you guys one of the things that I was really wanting to talk about on this was, you know, how a man identifies himself and so easy for guys to go, you know, when guys talk to each other, it's like, oh, hey, it's good to meet you. You know, what do you do? And the first thing we do is, well, I'm an engineer and da 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 da. And really, I'm reading a book by Vody Bauckham. It's called Family Shepherds, um, which there's obvious reasons I picked it up. <laughs> and man, it's it's so good. And if you if you don't follow Vody Bauckham, he's a pretty impressive guy. Um, he just released another book called Fault Lines that Paul's reading, and he said it's really good too. But he he talks about you know it's literally like your career and your job is like not even in the top five of important things yeah. that you should identify yourself as you know, or that you should, you know, be recognized as, you know, and it's like, it, we've gotten away from, you know, what men should really be Say If somebody says, dude, what do you do? It's like, well, the number one thing I do is, it, and this would be different for everybody, depending on your spiritual beliefs, but the number one thing is I'm, I'm a child of God. You know, I, I grow my relationship with my creator every day. You know, the other thing that's really important to me is how much I bring joy and happiness into my wife's life and I serve her, you know? And then another thing that's uh, really important is how much I lead my children and raise my children to be good men and women in society, you know? And we hadn't even got to the damn job yet. Nope. All the job does is fund all the things that you're supposed to do, yep. right? Now, we spend a lot of our time doing that, unfortunately, sometimes. Um, and if, you know, that's a, a, another topic for another day. But, I, I man, it hit me like a ton of bricks the other day because over the last couple of years, we have made some changes in our own household to make sure that the things that were actually important were actually important, mm -hmm. you know, and that we were very intentional about them. Now, we still have to create income and we still have a lifestyle that we want to live, but I am the kind of guy, and maybe this relates and I'm going, you know, down a rabbit hole a little bit. I'm the kind of person that if I am not uh, producing and I'm not, or if, and I'm not reaching another level, I can tend to go like, I got to win some more in this area. And I look and I, but I, but I'm like most people where I go, I want to win some more in business or in my bank account or in my, not necessarily material possessions, but lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, and those kinds of things. And I am really just now coming to really good terms with, honestly, none of that shit matters. Like I, I want to, I want my kids to remember that I was around a lot. And that I was intentional about talking to them when I was around and that I was doing things with, I was living life with them and being their father and guiding them and directing them and teaching them how to be a man. You know, I want, I want my wife to, she's away from me, right? I want my wife to miss me when I'm not there because, because I complete her like I should, you know, and all that matters way more than what my truck looks like, you know, and how big, how big my house is, you know, I still want to do those things, but I think they should be. Uh, secondary to not, not even secondary, but somewhere on the list down from the stuff that is really what I'm called to do. Mm -hmm. And we did an episode a long time ago is, is talk about your purpose is whispering. Yes. Um, and I do believe that people are called to do something. Like we're called to do this. We're called to the movement and shepherds of men and men were forged, but not if it, it comes with the risk of hindering our family and our role in our own household. Yep. The number one role we play is in <clears throat> our house. Mm -hmm a lot of people get stuck in that trap because it's so much easier to quantify what sure. you do in your job yeah yeah um or or what what materialistic things that you have and stuff because in a i mean a consumer-based society your power is based off the income that you have yeah. right the more money you make the more important you are uh the more money you make the more successful you are you know the more material things you have the cooler you are. um you know and, and from an outside very shallow perspective there's you know a lot of a lot of truth behind that but as we've seen jeff bezos bill gates have both just recently gone through divorces that money didn't save them nope you know and and here's here's the thing and this is what kind of sucks um in my in my opinion this is something that i try to be very conscious about what i do especially with other men when i see other men winning in other arenas and stuff like that is is edifying those guys for that mm. you know when, I, I'm I'm told more often, man, you're doing so great in your career and like you've done so well and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And I hear it a lot. You know, you guys are doing good. You got a nice house. You got opportunities, you know, other investments and things of that nature and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, even, you know, with the Shepherds of Men stuff that we're doing and everything. But you know how often I hear, man, you're an awesome dad. Mm -hmm. 
Nowhere near as much. Not as much. And it doesn't matter how much I do. It's not a edifiable, a common edifiable thing for the, the normal public. Yep. And that's why I try to, as much as I can, and, and, and one of the best things in the world, listen to this. If you know another guy that is a great father, I don't care what his career is, I don't care how much money he makes, whatever it is, spends a lot of time. I've got a neighbor that is an unbelievable dad, great yeah. guy, good yeah. provider for his family, awesome husband, stuff like that. Um, just an awesome dude. Every time I get the chance, I talk to his kids and go, dude, your dad's awesome. Your dad is a cool dad, man. You got a good dad. Mm -hmm. And I edify him to those kids on a regular basis. And he needs to hear that as well. Because I think there's a lot of dads and a lot of husbands out there that need to hear shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you're an awesome dad. Because then we start to place emphasis and priority in things that matter with the future of our country and what's going on. And not not to get too fucking deep in that, because that's really deep. That's good shit. Because you were saying what voices are you listening to, but are you being the voice? Well, are you yeah. being that voice that other people need to hear? Because so many people are so afraid to say the wrong thing or whatever, they just they don't say anything. And that's yeah. worse because what if that was that one comment that you he overheard your kids, you speak to the kids, made him I, I would say it it edified him in a sense to where he goes, Yeah, I am a good dad. But also it could also have said, I want to live up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. Because your your voice mm-hmm. is causing him to to push forward and say, "Hey, I, I want to be more, and I want to actually uh, be what you're saying you are, that I am." Yeah, which is great. Well, yeah, you're you're, you're spot speaking on. life into people. Spot on, and and it you know a good litmus test for what voices you should be listening to is if you well up when you hear somebody edify you in a certain area, yep. that's a good voice. Like yep. if, if somebody is edifying you for your not that it's bad. It's not negative that somebody says you're you're great at your job and you got you know great at career. You're doing great financially. That's cool. But honestly, I don't like if somebody goes, "Man, you're really crushing it in business." I'm like, "Yeah," and I mean, I want to. If I'm gonna do it, I want to do it big and I want to mm-hmm. do it right and I want to succeed at it. You know, otherwise, why would I do it? You know, and why would I take the time away that I do take away unless I had a you know a goal to accomplish something significant? But it doesn't like get me. Like it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. give me goosebumps. Now, if somebody says. If I, or I overhear even in this situation, or, or somebody says it directly, man, you're a fantastic father. Like I've I've seen the way you are with your kids, and like it's really special, dude. That gets me ticking, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. like that because I know that matters. Right. Like I can make money doing anything. Right. Like truthfully, and if you think you can't, you're stupid. There's so much money out there. Like you just gotta apply yourself. And as we were saying earlier, like our next generation, like they can go half speed and they're going to be able to dominate just because of how weak our society has gotten. So not that that's a good thing. I wish they had more of a challenge, frankly, I don't get off track, but if the voice is, I do, I know, but the voice, <laughs> the voice is, you know, what is, and if you're listening to a voice that is constantly just talking about how awesome you're doing at work and they never ask you, how's your marriage, man? How's your wife? Mm. That that might mm-hmm. like that you need to like you need to start registering like do they really is that really a positive voice in my life if mm-hmm. all they're doing is edifying my job or my material things or whatever yep. and if you got somebody over here that recognizes that you're doing good things in in your career or whatever but they are more concerned about your your home life and it's like man you're dude you're making some great decisions with your wife you mm-hmm. know with your marriage like now you can go I might not necessarily need to remove this person completely from my life. I just might need to care less about what they say, you yeah. know, and this person over here might be pretty wise and I should probably just listen to him. And I'll give you a quick, real quick example, because uh, this is a little vulnerable and I think that's probably why we'll make it important. But, um, you know, not that long ago, my wife and I were going through challenges. I know that probably never happens to anybody else's marriage. Never, um, no. You know, <laughs> I'm sure everybody else is perfect, but we were going some things through some things that we had to work through, you know, and, Frankly, it's some some of it was her and some of it was me. A lot of it was probably me. Um, you know, we are equal opportunity fuck ups. <laughs> so that was, that was a really good out. Right yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, some of the strain and stress that was there was because of some business endeavors um, and some things we just did not see eye to eye. And, and truthfully, where my heart was on those things was in the right place, but I didn't really understand how I was not. Um, fully grasping how it was affecting the whole family. 
And so we decided, you know, our, our marriage is important. We want to get some other input on this. And so we met with our pastor in a counseling kind of environment a few times because we want to, you know, get some other input on it. And, and so through that, we made some changes and decisions and I, I've made some big changes for me. Um, some, some pretty major decisions from a, from a career and business standpoint that I am 100% happy about just so we're clear. Like it, it sucked going through it, but it was the right decision. And I've never been more convinced about that. Um, but I, my, um, pastor, not long, probably about a year after that, uh, to help you understand what a good voice will say to you is he said, uh, we were talking about something else. And I said something like, well, you know that I'm no longer pursuing business in this arena. He's like, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, like didn't miss a beat. He's like, yeah, but you're still married though. <laughs> didn't miss a beat. Yeah. He knew what was more important. Yep. Right. Like, he didn't give two, and this is my pastor. He didn't give two shits about what business I was pursuing. It's right. called he, recalibration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he right. just recalibrated so, you right there. hundred percent. And I was <laughs> like, you're right, dude. Like, yep. why was I even concerned about making the decision? Yep. Well, and here's one thing I, I've been thinking at as we're listening and, and, and or I'm listening to you guys talk about um, the voices that you listen to. What are you trying to say, Chris? Was that a subtle shot? I'm, I'm really, talk a JP lot. For talking I'm really not sure what you're saying. Well, not, not, to, not to say that. Are you saying but, Cam talks a lot? Y'all both talk a lot. What the hell? It's a podcast. What else you no, I know. I know. We're going to be quiet. Listening to the, 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 the crickets chirp. Um, no, but it's what I was thinking me. of is... <laughs> is that you're the people who do speak into you so like for example here's what i was thinking it's like so my mom will say hey you're a great father and that doesn't i mean that that means something but it doesn't hit me as much as someone who is a great father Mm -hmm. who is telling me that i'm a great father because here's the reason she doesn't have a when she had a great father but her husband is not a great husband He's getting better. But at the same time, same thing. If she said, I'm a great husband, I would understand that I know where she's coming from. And she's not necessarily envious, but she's proud that I chose to be a better man than who she chose. So you got to think about who is giving you that voice at the same time, edifying you and telling you you're doing great in certain things, because sometimes they might be coming from a perspective of, um, you know, I wish I had that or Mm. I wish that that was in my life. And you're being a great example, and that's great too. I hope I'm coming off right. Well, yeah, I but mean, I think sometimes you're... you got to evaluate the voice that is also giving you edification, mm-hmm. um, and what they're coming from. So, can I take this in a different direction? Yeah, go ahead. Rock and roll. So, when we talk about voices too, so I think that's that's super important, uh, especially from an association standpoint. What you uh, guys said is important, but what I'm about no, to say, no, 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 no. I, think really it's, I think it's I think it's incredibly important. <laughs> I think there's there's two sides of the coin though. Yeah. Right. So I think like you talked about, there there's certain levels of, you know, priority, um, you know, and, and in our pecking order, you know, we talk about God, country, family, um, you know, business. And, and one of those things is like we so there, there was a remember a question I asked you guys, I was listening to something that once again, Jordan Peterson was talking about. And he was talking about can can a. Um, um, oh, God, what, what's what's the proper word here? Um, can a they them can an, can a a a man is that is proper? not dangerous be virtuous? Oh, um, you know, and the the idea behind that is no, you you can't be virtuous if if you're you're um harmless. That's what I'm just looking for. If you're if you're harmless, right? So uh, if you haven't read the read the book Relentless, um, maybe maybe put a couple other books in the the mind bank first before you go into that one. Uh, it's a pretty strong book. Is so. that different than the other bank? <laughs> there's just yeah. There's there's two banks. Uh, <laughs> there's certainly one's two. a savings account. There's, there's certainly <laughs> two banks. Or, or, uh, but three but, in some cases. But to that to that point, <laughs> weird. Uh, you know, like the old adage. You know, like there's 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 always a black wolf and a white wolf. Like what we were talking about originally when we were talking about this episode. Uh, you know, it's which one you feed more. It doesn't mean that there's no longer a black wolf mm-hmm. or a dark wolf, whatever you want to call it. Every man has a dark side associate. And the reason that I brought up Relentless is because he does a great job of going into why the dark side makes a man virtuous. 
he doesn't talk about virtuous in that. Jordan Peterson kind of extrapolates on that a little bit. But I think that in order for you to be a good man, you have to be a dangerous man, mm. um, you know, to, to put it lightly. So there's, there, there is a certain level of voice where it's like we, we talked about with, with boundaries. You know, at, at, at some level, you have to be capable of violence when necessary. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that I say country, God, you know, country family business is because from a certain level, they're the, some of the most virtuous men that have ever walked on this, this, this ground that we, we call the United States today were super dangerous men. But they were virtuous because they decided to be dangerous when it was necessary to be dangerous. So they had two different voices, but they learned how to control it. That's what makes a dangerous man virtuous and, and a weak man or a, um, I just said the word. I can't think of it. I don't know why I can't. Harmless. Harmless, Harmless man. I just, that's just a weak word. I guess I keep forgetting it. I, I, you're, you're, as you're talking about this, I don't know if you guys saw the comment we got from one of our haters. Uh, Bink Josie. I don't know if that's a I don't know if that's a they that seems we like have a pretty solid name. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Yeah. Um, strong. Virtuous. Prager you, and I hope this doesn't start playing out loud because I don't really want to record it, but Prager you is is something I, I check out that it is. I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> um basically what happened is there was a confrontation on a plane and a man stepped up and broke it up. Yes. They praised him for that. Because yes. she assaulted a, a they praised a, the man for stepping up yeah. and 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 separating that, mm. and and basically the thing was this is when America this is what America needs back. When this is men are willing to yeah. step up and and stop shit like this. Yep. Yes, and literally they're getting bashed for that because I I made the comment on there something whatever we said. Uh, I said I said exactly this is why we started Shepherd's Men to redefine masculinity and make it cool again. You know, yep. and by cool again we don't mean hey bro. Yeah. We mean cool again, like it's okay to be a dude, right? Yeah, it's right, one hundred percent acceptable and expected. Yeah, expected is probably even better yeah. way to put it. And so, you know, uh, whatever the person, I don't even know, Just Bink, Binky something. Cats. Yeah, where's my Binky? He said <laughs> something about you know this totally you know joking and creating this male this goofy masculine image that is wrong with society. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're trying to make cargo shorts cool again, and. You know, da 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 da, and then and then it went on to like, and then and now alcoholism. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you know, well, that's 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 always the defense. Take that's, it to the extreme. Yeah, well, on the extreme opposite defense. end, right? So the masculinity is exactly what we're talking about. Like a guy walks into the house, grabs a beer, beats on his chest for a minute, right. drinks all night long until he passes out, and the yeah. wife does all the the stuff around that. See, know? that's what they're exposed to. That's not what it is meant to be a man. Well, so that's I, what I don't think that, I don't that know if everybody's exposed that. to it. Yeah, I, I don't know I mean, if that guy even not believes Not all that. of them, but there might be. Yeah. And but no. no, but then there is also this the hater group of men who that's what they all that's all that they say. That's all that yeah. they do. It's kind of like uh, denominations in in, Christ, in Christianity. You got multiple denominations for a particular reason. Like I came, I was raised up in a Baptist, and they are wholeheartedly no drinking. And majority of them, when people are either had alcoholism <laughs> in their life, either themselves or through someone in their family, yeah. and that's why they've chose and they kind of adhere to that religion or that doctrine because they that's how they feel. They like okay, there it is. Mark. So yeah. then you have these other people that are pushing these same propaganda and agendas and saying men are bad and if you're masculine and all this other stuff, you, you shouldn't be that way. It's because they were exposed to the wrong way of what how men were supposed well, to be. Well, and I think. You know what it gets to now. Like, the wrong I think voice. JP was about to say too is it's. I don't even know that necessarily all these people have those experiences as much as they just want to be on the side of what's the cool thing to say now. Yeah, know, like, I want to. I want to make it. I want to villainize it because that's that will make me more acceptable with all my friends at Target. Right. It's it, it. It. Yeah. That's the popular opinion, which is weak as tap water. Right. Yeah. As you would say, Cam. And, and and on the flip side of it. If you go along with that and you go, you know what, you're right, that, that is a call for an individual to step up into an un- uncomfortable position. Yeah. Because that's why a lot of these men fight back on this stuff. A lot of the men fight back on this stuff because they don't want to step up. A lot of these men don't want to be in un- uncomfortable positions. They don't want to be you know, up late at night doing something or, or losing rest because they have to do this or they got to provide for their family or they got to make sure that, you know, like taking the high road and saying, listen, you know, like I'm going to be vulnerable in my relationship and stuff like that. And honey, you know what? You're right. Like you, I was, I was wrong right there, whatever it may be, or raising your kids or 
being involved, being tired as shit when you get home from work and still being able to pour into your children and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's some of these people like, and, and I, I don't care. You can say whatever you want to, but a lot of these people I believe are one, like you said, trying to be cool about it. I think there is a small portion that's, that's like they grew up in a household where, where masculinity really was a turnoff to them because what they saw as masculinity was not, not true masculinity, right, right. but a lot of them, they're threatened by that shit. Yeah. You know, oh, that's yeah. the last thing that I want is have to be the guy that steps up between yeah. you know, yeah. some shit that's yeah, going yeah. on. I, I ain't trying to stand I, yeah, up. I don't, don't want to be called to action. Don't you see the way that girl was throwing punches at that? Yeah, that, I don't want to get hit. Uh-uh. That was some serious slaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She didn't knock the glitter off my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she didn't make me change my lipstick. <laughs> well, here, here's another voice. Your own voice. Oh, Are you sure. speaking into yourself? Yep. Uh, that, that, I think one of, personally, I think that's one of your most powerful voices because well, it's the one you hear the most yeah you're gonna you're programming yourself every single day and what you program and what you say is what's you're gonna get and if you want achieve something you have to speak out what you want mm. so yeah that's one of those it's a, a, a whole different dynamic we talk about what voice you're listening to you don't have a choice you're listening to your voice all the time so in that sense it's more i got to make sure i'm intentional about what i'm saying to myself you know, I, I can't say I'm not going to listen to myself because you are, you're, yeah. you, you know, you can't, it's like that. saying, don't think about an elephant. What are you thinking about? I'm picturing an elephant right now. You know, like it's just going to happen, but you have to decide, am I going to be the person that's going to intentionally speak to myself as weird as that might sound to some people? Or am I going to be the person that just listens to myself? That's on autopilot because autopilot ain't, it ain't, gonna, you ain't going to land a plane. Mm. Dude, that's, it's so funny. Cause like today while I was doing, you know, just recent you know i was doing doing my workout i was literally wanting to die because uh, it started <laughs> it started raining actually ready to pass yeah, on the next it, life <laughs> it started raining it was hot and you know in in a, most crossfit gyms there's no ac obviously you're not you're working out in the elements kind of thing and it i'm talking about like i was taking breaths and it was so humid and muggy you could chew the air you mm -hmm. know kind of thing and it was like there was no breath getting and every part of me was like okay like, I just, I want to be done. Like, I'm just going to like roll over right here and stuff like that. And I, I physically was like down on one knee and I, I, I spoke out like out loud, like, dude, you're good. You're good. You're good. Breathe. You're good. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Like, and was telling myself that while I was sitting there, yeah. you know, and there's probably some people think I'm a psycho, uh, <laughs> but I was doing that, you know, I wasn't yelling or anything like that, but I was, I was like, dude, you're good. You're good. And it's amazing how that can change your mindset yep. on because if you walk into it and you're like, oh, I'm dying, I'm dying, yeah. I'm dying, you will. It, yep. you, you'll it's die. True. You'll well, you'll gas out. You guys were down for the the Murph challenge that we did in mm -hmm. our neighborhood, and this this was a couple of weeks ago when this episode comes out. Um, but it's the same. It was the same mentality. I mean, that mm -hmm. was it was warm. Yeah, it was hot. It was a tough day. Yeah, it was hot. You know, but there was there there cold. was a lot of uh, there was a lot of self talk. I mean, for mm -hmm. me, I know, and I and I have no doubt mm -hmm. for any. I, I was so impressed by the amount of people that participated, number one. That was awesome. Um, but the, but every, everybody that participated finished. Yep. And most, not most, but a little less than half had never done anything like that yeah. before, ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And they were, yeah, yeah, they were getting assisted on the pull-ups. And yeah, they were, some of the girls were doing push-ups on their knees. But they'd never done anything like that yeah. before. Yeah. And, and it's just, it was impressive to see that and to know that there is that mental conversation mm -hmm. and sometimes it is audible you know yeah. i know it was for me a couple times mine was <laughs> yeah. a little, i was a little more straightforward with myself than you were i went like hey let's go champ yeah i was like come on you pussy yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> you know yep. so whatever makes you move is fine as long as you understand that um you know i mean i'm calling myself a pussy in the most edifying way possible you know, like it, it, well, it's because you know you got more in you. Yeah, that, yeah that's exactly. why. That's why exactly. you're doing it. Yeah. I'm not beating myself up. No, if you don't, if you don't hear that the same way, don't tell yourself that. <laughs> right. um, you know, tell yourself, you know, something. Come on, sugar plum. Well, that's one of the that's one of the things that I was talking to a guy that had been in our gym for a while, and my coach is pretty straightforward. He doesn't pull any punches, and and he's not the he's not the let's go champ kind of mm -hmm. guy. Like he is not that kind of guy. And I was talking to another guy that had been coached with for years and stuff, and, and I was like, "Man, he's a he's a tough one, isn't he?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he, I was like, "Dude, he's I feel like you know he's he's on my ass all the time. Like, there's not a whole lot of compliments come out of there." And he was like, "Do you call you a lady part?" Yeah, actually, he did. He was like, "He likes you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, really?" And he said, oh, "Yeah." Cool, cool. If he's calling you a lady part, he likes you. He said, "When you need to start worrying is when he starts going." Oh, it's okay, dude. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. It's okay. He didn't care it's anymore. Right. 
Yeah, he said he said that's when he doesn't yeah. he doesn't see it. Yeah. You know, and, and the only reason I bring that up is because you made that comment about you know you're you know don't be a pussy you know well, kind of thing. like you're and, you're a pussy you and know, and whatever. and he probably knows you well enough to know what he can say to you that actually makes you better. So right. you know, and again, this is a whole another episode, whole another conversation. I I don't I don't you know call my five year old a lady part. You know, yeah. now my fifteen year old I have before, <laughs> um, but. But also, I'm just basing that on on personalities too, right. you know. So you got to know what actually is effective. Right. Like, if it still needs to be a positive voice, that positive voice might sound kind of negative when it's coming out. Yeah. But if the result is positive, that's what really matters. It goes back to your dark side too, though. Like, yeah. if you know somebody has a dark side about them, yeah. And and by dark side, I mean they're capable of violence. They're capable of doing some bad things. Generally, those people. You can, they don't need rah rah speeches. Mm -hmm. They need somebody to tell them they can't do shit. Yeah. Yeah. They need somebody to come up there and. That's my, the whole reason my wife did the Murph is because our neighbor told her the day before that she she wouldn't do it. Yeah. I was like, well, she's doing it now. And sure enough, she did. (laughs) And then your wife did just because she couldn't be left out. You know, like, like, I ain't going to be shut up. Watch. (laughs) But that was, that was, I mean, like the, the old, all the Michael Jordan stories that have come out, you know, just oh since gosh. he's, you know, like the guy talking about there's 10 minutes left in the game. Michael Jordan had like eight points and stuff yeah. like that. And, and one of these guys, it was a younger guy on their team. They, the bulls were down by like 10 or something like that. And he goes up to him and he's like, he was like, ah, what about that? Jordan started talking some kind of shit to Jordan. And he said, man, I looked at that motherfucker and I was like, dude, shut your mouth. 40 points later, yeah. the bulls win. Michael Jordan scores 40 points and walked over to the bench two minutes before the game was over and said, shut up, bitch, and walked back <laughs> yeah. over and there. Man, it's not like one time he did that. It was no, literally, it was with him, up, it yeah. was like literally a trigger yeah. or a switch that somebody flipped in him, and it was just like, well, that was stupid. But see, that's where greatness can come from, that dark side. That's yeah. where, that's where like a virtuous individual, yeah. like, you know, Michael Jordan had that edge. You know, Kobe Bryant had that edge. And, and he talks LeBron about that. LeBron James plays basketball. Yeah, LeBron James is is is, is yeah is really wow. good at soccer. Yeah, um, or he flops like he plays soccer. But <laughs> but so it's true. it's it's the truth though. I mean, and that and that's that's what that's what drives that edge. It's it's a great book. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna read it, you'll understand kind of where we're coming from on that. It's a really good part and a really good way to depict why that dark side is very important in a man. Um, a dark side can be very detrimental if you don't For have sure. control you of your dark side. It. You cheat yep. on your wife because. Yep. You know, you have that, you know, you look at other women and stuff like that and you go act on that and stuff. But that's, that's the fact of the matter. I mean, if we're being truthful, you know, men, like you, you're not dead, right? Like you look at other women, you, you have other desires because you're, you know, you're a male and you're driven, you know, by testosterone and all these different things. And some of that is dark. Some of it has to be controlled though. And that's, what's important. And that's what makes, you know, a strong male The the, the problem is we've, we've kind of brought the dark side, I think up. And and been like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Because it makes me feel good. Well, oh, I mean, Lord, I mean, divorces were not not you know like, and I'm not saying to stay in a bad situation if if you're like suffering is a choice, like we talked about before. Pain's necessary. Suffering is a choice. It's your responsibility to work things out if you can. Uh, you don't stay in a bad situation, but at the same time, at 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 one point in time, that was not acceptable. You yeah. did everything you physically could to save your marriage yep. right. because it wasn't acceptable to society because it was your responsibility to control your dark side. Well, it goes back to the boundaries. Yeah. Right. It was your responsibility to do shit like that. Now it's acceptable. And it's just like, Hey man, if you want something better, psh, yeah. cut her off, yeah. man, go, go, go get something else, you know, kind of thing. And I signed that prenup. <laughs> you know, and to me, <laughs> like, they tell me. You know, I had a person really dude. tell me that. So you better make her sign a prenup. I'm right. like, what the fuck's a prenup? I'm not going to do that because that, that's, that's an out. That's an automatic, like going yeah. into the relationship. That's an automatic out. Yeah, Don't work out. Door open for sure. I got a door open. You know what my prenup was? I was rich and I made her buy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap up. We said we we're going to make this short and we didn't, but it was important. But we did. It was freaking good. <laughs> and uh, it'll help you. It'll help us continually. So um, to the listeners, just pay attention to what voices you're listening to. Be intentional about it. Uh, make sure you're speaking to yourself well, uplifting yourself, challenging yourself at the same time. Um, recognize those voices that make you hum, you know, and recognize those voices that make you go, huh? You know, what's that old song? Things that make you go, hmm? Um, so just, I mean, I, I think maybe get back to 
it goes back to the whole meditation and prayer time and quiet time. I think if you really start centering yourself and look, you know, feeling what you're hearing, um, and I don't mean emotionally feeling it, I mean actually consciously feeling it, then it's pretty self-explanatory, I believe. And you'll know what's good input and what's bad input. So, And then make sure you're passing that on to the next generation too. So check us out uh, on our websites, on our platforms, social media. Go subscribe. Please go subscribe to the different channels so we can continue to grow this platform. Tell your friends about it. Tell other men about it. Let's do this together. Let's literally have a movement through the nation and through the world so we can bring men back and make masculinity cool again. Been a part of the movement.